Making connections. Affecting the culture. Just doing life. It's an Engage Magazine on American Family Radio. Before we even start this program off, I I have a confession to make, Jordan, and I'm sorry. I'm so, so sorry. <laughs> Last week on the program, we talked about, you know, we we did it a little early. We talked about Thanksgiving, um, and, and I said we should not do anything Christmas or set up a tree or decorate the house until Thanksgiving is over. I'm good with, like, you know, 12.01 on Friday. Let Thanksgiving be Thanksgiving. What I, did you do, TJ? I put up a tree on Monday. Oh. On Monday. Shame. I know, it's terrible. <laughs> but it was like, you know, we were at Lowe's and my kids saw the trees. Like, Daddy, Daddy, can we get a tree? Yes, children, we can get a tree. So uh, I apologize, dear listener. I apologize to Jordan and to Wesley, who is not here uh, Wesley is gone today, and in his stead, we have Canada Burkhalter. Canada, you've been on a couple of times, but mm-hmm. you've got a ton of articles uh, on Engage, so we'll put your, your bio where everybody can read your article. So Yay. first, thanks <laughs> for being here. You're welcome. So we love having Canada on. She's graphic designer for AFA, and if you like the way that anything looks on Engage, it's because of Canada. Mm-hmm. Uh, I cannot draw stick man. Um, and so the, the work that Canada does is absolutely magic to me. Jordan, what are we talking about today? Well, we are diving into something that I'm excited about because <laughs> I'm a nerd. And I know you two guys are as well. Yes. yes. Yeah, so superheroes. Superheroes. Yeah. And, and specifically, <laughs> specifically, we're talking uh, superhero movies mm-hmm. and and just why, why yeah. do we find them so attractive? And I think that yeah. is the first question that we really need to, to hit on. Why is the the all right, Canada? <laughs> yes, do this. Let's talk hero's journey okay. for just a minute. Okay, first off, what do we mean by hero's journey? What is that? Well, from my limited knowledge of the hero's journey, Kendra knows more about it than I do. But basically, it's the story structure that a lot of movies actually follow. It's the ordinary person mm-hmm. who's handed this task that they have to complete, and they go on this journey, and there's all these phases, and they come out on the other side and it changes them and they become the hero and a lot of movies like Star Wars and Lord of the Rings and The Matrix and lots of uh, Greek mythology things like mm-hmm. that they follow that formula okay why is that such a powerful formula though I mean we all love that mm-hmm. story like you said you just named you know some of the biggest blockbusters I mean mm-hmm. you know Lord of the Rings uh, with all six of the movies and now a TV show yeah. On Amazon. Fingers uh, crossed. Yeah, it's gonna be. I'm really excited about that. But you know, it, and then you also do have the Star Wars, and even like the individual, not just the Star Wars um, saga or the universe, but basically each story mm-hmm. within yeah. Star Wars kind of follows that as yeah, well. The original Star Wars, like A New Hope, mm-hmm. it actually is almost too to the word precise of the hero's journey. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. all the different, like the mentor and the the inciting incident and the princess that needs to be rescued. You yeah. know, they, they are all very specific and you can go through a lot of different stories and see all those similar aspects. Yeah, and if you want to actually see where uh, George Lucas got the Star Wars story, watch Seven Samurai. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, Japanese film. Great, <laughs> great film. So, uh, why... What is the deal with superheroes? I mean, we, we talk about hero's journey, and that's one thing, but a superhero is a it's a little different, mm-hmm. right? Um, because, you know, if we look at somebody like Superman, 
Right? Superman was already born with all these powers. He he doesn't he, he doesn't have to increase. He just is mm-hmm. Superman. Um, why do we find that so attractive? I think it fits our ideal. You know, it's um, that something that's more than human, something that we mm-hmm. wish existed. And maybe we wish we had it. I know. I definitely wish I had it. <laughs> that would be amazing. You know but, what? Okay. Yeah. If, if you could have one super superpower. Do you really want me? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. Con- we cannot have this I discussion. I think it's established but... that controlling time is the, the ultimate one. What? Like If you could only have one single. But, but here's the problem. Here's yeah. the problem. If you stopped okay. <laughs> in reverse time, you would grow old and no one else would. There's a lot of loopholes and stuff. I thought a lot about this. I've arrived at my conclusion. I'm not moving. So. <laughs> I love that. So, all right, but Canada, why do you think we're we're so engrossed, and especially now, right? Because mm-hmm. we've got, um, you know, just the past couple of weeks, we've had Justice League come out. Mm-hmm. We've had Thor Ragnarok come out. I mean, you know, Marvel and DC are hitting uh, the big and the small screen hard. Uh, what does that reveal about us? As human beings, I think it basically comes down to that we have a longing for heroes. I mean, people have had "quote unquote" superhero stories for you know mm-hmm. millennia. I mean, yeah. the the Greek myths, you know, Gilgamesh, mm-hmm. things like that, like tales about people that did extraordinary things. You know, I think that's ingrained in the human mind, and I'm I think it's because we long to we long to imagine a world that's better and more fantastic mm-hmm. than the world that we live in. Mm-hmm. And by creating these made-up worlds with these fantastic people that have all these amazing abilities, it, it reveals our longing for a better world. And I think it reveals our longing for a savior. Yeah. You know, we're always like the hero that comes in and saves the day. You know, it it's ironic that I think a lot of people who would call themselves atheists love mm. superhero movies. And it's like, well, why do you love superhero movies? Well, because you long for something bigger than yourself to be over your life and to be able to save you. Mm. Uh, yeah, you're listening to Engage Magazine on American Family Radio. Uh, we love talking about movies. We love talking about superheroes. Uh, but there is a point, and, and we're going to get to that. We're talking with Canada Burkhalter and Jordan Chambly and myself, Teddy James. Um, so you hit on something that I think is really important, Canada, in that our love for superheroes can reveal a need that we have to be saved. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, in, in read any of the really good comic books or watch any of the really mm-hmm. good movies, most of the time it's superheroes saving us, common man, mm-hmm. um, from a threat there's no way we could defend ourselves against. I mean, look at the very first Avengers, right? You've got, right. what were the aliens called? The Chitari. Chitari. Okay. So you <laughs> sorry, my I know I lost some street cred there. It was but a long time ago. It, that exactly. Movie it came was out. a long time ago. <laughs> um but you know, the thing is, there's no way that you know the, the US military could fight against those dudes. Mm-hmm. Especially the really big ones. Yeah. yeah. Um and so we we have to be saved. And I think there's something that I think there's something that reveals about mm-hmm. the human nature like maybe the human quality of us Mm -hmm. believer and non-believer yeah well yeah and i think also it kind of goes into um i think what what canada kind of uh hit on a little bit um our need for a savior but also think of it in it with an eternal perspective Mm -hmm. um the scripture tells us that in eternity we will be made like christ in in all of his power and you know perfection obviously we're not going to be divine Right. But um, and then we. Well, hear, that's why we will be like. Yeah, Christ. we will be like mm-hmm. Christ, and we hear that the universe, the the nature is groaning, waiting for the re- revelation of the sons of God. I think 
I think personally, and I, I wonder what y'all think about this, that these stories reflect that longing within us so mm-hmm. that we we want to become that thing yeah. that we see playing on the screens or in the ancient myths. We want to become that. We don't just don't we don't just want that to rescue us. We want to actually be that. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I think it reflects that longing. Uh, no, I, I completely agree. I think that there's so often where um, and it's not even just in superhero movies, mm-hmm. right? I watch so many films and I read so many books and and I see so many stories where they cannot help but reflect the reality Mm -hmm. of the gospel, right? Whether that is, you know, the hero story, that's that's a great thing. But also, you know, you look at something like Les Miserables, which Mm -hmm. is an incredible story Mm -hmm. of forgiveness, an incredible story of (laughs) redemption, an incredible story of, of just why does human life have value? Jean Valjean should have you know, wasted away in a jail cell somewhere, or at least according to, um, I can remember, Javon, Javon, Javert. Javert, thank you. <laughs> Russell Crowe. And um, I'm Javert. Yeah. So, you know, but the thing is, according to him, he's all about justice, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But without grace, th- there's nothing there. And in our God, God reveals himself mm-hmm. as truth and grace. Mm-hmm. And, and for that to be displayed in such a beautiful way in the movie, whether you're watching you know, the modern retake with uh, with Russell Crowe and um, Hugh, Jackman. Uh, Hugh Jackman, or whether you're watching the 98 with Liam Neeson. My personal um, favorite. I love that yeah. movie. I do absolutely love that movie. But I think that it hits on the fact that anytime we attempt to create a story, we can't help but reflect the gospel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it's the ultimate story. And I think because at a subconscious level, we see what's wrong with us, you know, mm-hmm. and we fill in that gap with stories. Do you think we can take it too far, though? Yeah. Like, yeah what what does that it. look like? Okay, uh, both on the side of the creator mm-hmm. of, of the medium, whether it's stories, whether it's fan fiction, whether it's, you know, creating a movie or whatever, or consuming. Mm. Um, because I think that there are two different sides you can take yeah. to that. I think both can lend themselves to idolatry. Um I, I, I'm, 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 I am a creator of stories. I, mm-hmm. I don't publish or anything, but like I, I create stories constantly in my head, and I can absolutely get lost in that. Like if I let myself, I can go too far, and it becomes something that I'm obsessed with. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's not healthy, but it's also not uh, it's sinful. Um, and then on the consumer side, I'm also on that. Uh, you have to be disciplined and not let yourself get lost in entertainment. Entertainment's a huge. Um, potential idol in my life mm-hmm. I, can, I can spend hours if i wanted to on youtube you know <laughs> <laughs> but yeah um so there is a balance you can't leave behind the real story you know what i mean like See, i think that that's really good yeah. because so often what we do is we and, and i think netflix is is like the king of this but it's designed and entertainment itself mm-hmm. is designed to suck us in right and almost become a replacement world mm-hmm. Right. I mean, like that's that's a real temptation because I want to binge watch. Oh, yeah. Right. I mean, like I get sucked into a story and I'm like, just one more episode. And occasionally that's OK. <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know, yeah, every once in a while. But you know what? Netflix has come out. Their CEO came out and said the number one competition that Netflix has mm-hmm. sleep. <laughs> really? I am not exaggerating. <laughs> He said the number <laughs> one competition. It's not, it's not working or eating or, you know. <laughs> right, right. Wow. It's that's like, interesting. you got to think because you could, you could watch Netflix and work. Wow. 
not that I would, but you know, you could. <laughs> some people could. No, <laughs> some people could, and you know, and, and I know students will study mm-hmm. and watch something. Mm-hmm. Um, you can, of course, eat and watch something, but you sleep. Mm-hmm. You're not watching anything, and so they've actually like done tests and surveys and all these different things to try to get one more episode. That's why so much of Netflix content. That's clever. Leaves on that cliffhanger where yeah. it's like, oh, well, let me just watch five minutes, wrap up this cliffhanger, and then I'm going to go to bed. <laughs> Problem is, they don't do, they don't answer the cliffhanger to like 10 minutes into right. the next And they episode. give you about five seconds to decide if you want to watch the next episode. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> exactly. So thank you, Stranger Things. But we'll get into that here in a little bit. So the question comes to us how can we, how can we consume media? How can we be entertained in a way that honors God? Uh, in a way that presents the gospel to the world around us. How is it going to set us apart as believers? We're going to talk about all that in the upcoming segment. Stay tuned.